I'm Heather. And I'm Brooke. We're two mompreneurs and friends for almost 10 years who've watched each other go from single AF to married with child. Soon to be children. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us and our lovely guests dish about motherhood, entrepreneurship, relationships, and tips on how we try to balance it all. We're ready to let it all hang out. Yes, all of it. The pretty, the messy, the too tight for our skinny jeans. If only for a good therapeutic laugh or cry. Hashtag real talk. Welcome to a space for soul. We're excited to share ours with you. Hi guys, it's Brooke and Heather. <laughs> Let's like change roles. How about I will talk loud? <laughs> and I'll be like a mouse. I know. I sound like a man mouse. A man mouse. <laughs> I don't know how to be a man mouse. I am a mouse. Oh my gosh. I'm a mouse. <laughs> That's I used to get made fun of actually. Um, Jeremy D'Souza. Oh my god. God love him. Turns out he liked me too and was just teasing me and Hopefully actually thought not listening. no like we're buds weirdo like he was friend banter but i didn't get it and boys are mean when they're young and you'd always be like go to public because i talk so low you do apparently i feel like so my i voice... am a man mouse oh god she's loud again there we go. <laughs> she's back she's a man mouse so hi guys yeah. so now that we got that out I think way. we should probably do a little check-in because a lot of times we don't introduce ourselves and it's mm. been a while. Yeah. I'm Brooke and um, how I like to say is I have the brown hair, Heather has the blonde hair, <laughs> just in case you find us on Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am a mother, a wife, and an entrepreneur. I have a two-year-old, well, actually two-and-a-half-year-old son, Aiden pregnant with a baby number two on the way a girl if you missed all that fun stuff in the past go back and check them out um and yeah happily married to my hubby of an amazing job <laughs> just kidding <laughs> and that's my life except i'm going to talk a lot about the hubby on this episode yeah it's not all peaches and crime crime just kidding it is that's um sex. yeah that was the point it's not spicy oh, okay. all the time um, do you remember that song? Peaches yes. and Cream. Oh. We'll link it for you. Oh my gosh. The the soundtracks I had back in high school. Awful. Like so ridiculous. Bad. Between like Dr. Dre talking about smoking it out all the time. Back that ass Peaches up. Peaches and cream. Yeah, back that ass up. Sir Mix a lot, baby got Thong back. song. Yes. Oh my god. It was like literally sex, drugs, and alcohol. I know. And I'm like, Were what? we living in the seventies? And we were singing like some Tupac songs. Like, yeah. they're bad. I know. Like, there was one song where you girls. would mimic a shotgun shoot yes. with Eminem. Oh, wait, I love that. We got to listen to it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's going to be our new intro song, apparently. <laughs> Brooke's like over here. Bringing like, us back. Oh, man. I, know, I actually have a Spotify list, and some girls' nights will bust it out. Oh, you like share that with 2000s me. 2000s hits. Not Hard. hits. Like, hits yeah, home. rap. Oh, man. Hip hop. Now I, I can't even listen that to that. I'm like such yeah. a mom. I can, but I need to be like tipsy in an Uber. Yeah, like about to like really have in a, a night. limo. Come on, not an Uber. Yeah. So I limo ever. Should I intro myself? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you talked about music. I just got into it because I don't know. I'm getting so. Hot. I'm Heather. So oh man, yeah, I'm spicy apparently because Brooke's revving up since she's sitting next to me. Um, no, literally, we were just snuggled on the couch, so it's like heat wave city. And two two pregnant girls with hormones everywhere. Bad idea. 
Um, so I am the blonde one, as Brooke likes to call me. She's tall. Tall and blonde. Um, I also have a two-year-old son, and I'm pregnant with a girl. We are apparently twins. I'm happily married to my hubby. Um, (laughs) and I own a conscious creative agency called Clover PR. So I've done that for about seven years now. And, um, recently we started this beautiful podcast soul space brand together and, um, it's been amazing. A space for soul. Um, Brooks always lived in Orange County. I actually grew up in NorCal, Napa Valley. So I've got a little bit of like the NorCal mellow in me. And then I moved down and was in Irvine for a really long time. Got some SoCal roots and have stayed here. Um, but Orange County is definitely a special place to both of us and oh, what we call home, which is exciting because we are launching our second Feed Your Soul event here in Orange County. Um, tickets are going to go on sale next week on the 10th. And this second uh, part of our series is actually going to be about communication um, and we're really excited. We're partnering with um, Sahar Martinez, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist who is going to do a workshop. We're also um, going to have a fun panel and hopefully we can reveal who the moderator is going to be very, very soon. And um, it's going to be at the New Mom School. I don't know if you've heard about them in Newport Beach, but they are amazing with new mommy and me classes. They've got some toddler classes. Um, just really, Second really good. Time mommy classes, not just new moms. Very true. Brooke and I both are going to enroll in the second time mommy class, which we're excited about. And um, so it's going to be kind of like a sip and shop event. And then we're going to have the workshop. So um, there'll be some really cool brands there. We've got Bumpin' Blends, who is going to be blending their pre and postnatal smoothies for us to taste. We have fun giveaways in the form of gift bags with lots of fun brands. (laughs) In the form of... (laughs) So um, pre-sale tickets are going to go up on Monday. Like I said, they're going to be $20. Um, and then the next week, they'll go up to 25 So snag your ticks next week. Um, and put a reminder in the calendar. We'll also send out a newsletter when they go on sale. So Share with a friend. Bring a friend. Um, we have a lot more people able to fit in this venue than the first one. So we're really excited to get more ladies, local Back ladies. the house. Yeah, I know it's going to be really fun. And it's a a female-focused event. If your husband or significant other wants to come, more than welcome. But this is really going to be around, like, helping moms communicate um, and share. Yeah, (laughs) share. So you can do a real-life session. Yeah, literally. Um, Which you totally could. So kind of ties into what we're talking about today, though, because today we wanted to talk about the arranged marriage. And not in the sense that everyone thinks, which is, you know, where you're just paired up with a stranger and married, because we have no experience in that, actually. Although I've betrothed both my kids already. So I think I'm <laughs> so heading you're, down you're that path. Yeah. Um, how to arrange a marriage. Yes, I just haven't been in one. But um, it's, you know, really about how being organized and um, having strong communication can strengthen your relationship. And Definitely our event is the way to go to really learn the tools, but we're just going to kind of talk today about things that we're struggling with, which I think kind of really inspired us to create this event because communication is such a tricky thing, especially when it's not just you and a person in a relationship, it involves your child and parenting and all these other elements. So um, I think I'm going to let Brooke kind of (laughs) kick in. I'm like, give me the mic. No, I was just going to say, I like what you were saying because (laughs) maybe a little bit. Um, no, I liked what you were saying that um, 
something that changes the dynamic of your communication is introducing or going through a transition, which could be adding a child to the family, a big move, a new job, you know, whatever it may be. And we've personally gone through a lot of transitions with work and with, um, you know, our kids, our growing family. And so it's been a very, very big topic for us. And we're both like, I mean, open communicators in general. I'm an open book. I can tell you like, you know, anything you want to ask me, I'll tell you. Maybe not on the podcast. Yeah, I'll try. Um, No, but we're very open. But I think things change as different elements come into your relationship um, with your significant other. So, you know, we've always we've talked about in the past before is like things change so quickly and so fast once you have a new baby. And it's just like, holy cannoli, like what just happened? It's a whirlwind. And it's a lot of newness for you. But I think sometimes like you feel maybe a little in more in control, but like thinking about your significant other, like is a whole other process for them to go through big change when you add in like a baby and stuff. So it's pertinent for where we are right now, but also things that we've gone through in the past well and you keep i think you keep going through them it's funny because you know having a two-year-old you'd think oh we worked out those first year bumps and jitters but no no different things excuse me keep coming up as we get in different phases with vaughn and the same thing's going to happen as we have different challenges with another child um and i think you know Figuring out a way, my biggest struggle and still is a struggle, but I'm working on it is figuring out how to productively share my needs because I will definitely hit walls where I'm like, I need this and I need like, there's certain things I need. I know that I need done all the time. Like Nick owns dishes. If I'm cooking dinner and I'm cleaning up and I'm doing all the other things, like you, you've got the dishes, bud. that's, that's it. Um, but you know, little nuances that might agitate me or things that I'm just needing to communicate you know, if I communicate it right in the moment, I'm going to, I just personally going to be in a more heightened emotional state and I don't communicate it clearly. I'm very just like, I, I just don't come off in the right way to where it resonates with him. And so, you know, it, I'm learning a lot of having to, you know, pocket that. Okay. I, this is bothering me. At first I'm like, let me see if it happens again. Maybe this is just my hormones or maybe this is just me being kind of like, intense right now. Let me see if this happens again. Or I know this is really bothering me. I don't care if it happened one time. We're going to have to talk about this later and I need to figure out the right time to talk to to him because, you know, um, just like when I have a really long day, there's times where I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't really care. I don't give a yeah. shit. Like just do it, you know, and I don't have the bandwidth and I don't want to feel that way with him when we talk about stuff because I definitely want to hear and listen. But he has the same thing where it's like, He's had a super freaking long day at work. He jumped right into dad mode. He did the bath. He did the bedtime, you know, all this stuff. And he probably doesn't want to come downstairs after all that and hear me be like, so when you didn't do the da-da-da, you know, yeah. or whatever, like, hey, today my feelings were hurt because, or there's this horrible thing happening at work. I want to like, you know, vent to you. Like I need to figure out when he's emotionally available to have those conversations yeah. too. And I think you bring up a good point is like, when, you know, we have talked a lot about like being in the right frame of mind to have these conversations, whether it's like you being in the right frame or being respectful of your significant other being in the right frame of mind. Um, but I think there's also a flip side that happens to me is that I just like, I don't want to say avoid it. Um, I'm not a non-confrontational person. That's for damn sure. Like I could, <laughs> anyone who knows me. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just, like, so, like, I don't want to rock the boat, and I'm, like, scared of, like, making other people upset, so, like, 
I do, I'm not always, unless I'm like really, really heavily affected by something in the moment with John. And I usually with him, I feel like I do let down more just because obviously it's my husband and I feel like I can be more vulnerable or like with my family. But I just find myself like overthinking when is the right time, you know, and like so it almost gets to a point where I'm like, I don't even bring up stuff because I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Like I'll talk myself like into not bringing it up. And then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, there's so many things like I should be talking about, like more so for like our future and nothing in, it's like nothing even bad. And I've been um, working with a business coach for, um, gosh, like eight months now. And it's helped me so much like business wise professionally but I I never knew when I started that it was going to help me like communication wise with um, my husband as well so you know she has encouraged me to like talk to him about his goals and his passions and like I did a goal chart with her that's like year one year three and year five like personal health and professional and I wanted him to do it and like so I sent it to him like you know gave him like this is what I did and like shared it with him, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then he didn't do it, which is fine. I mean, like I probably, if he sent me something like this, like I'm the one initiating it. So this was probably like six weeks ago. And like every time I meet with her, it's like on my list of things to do to follow up with him. And I'd be like, oh no, I haven't. Cause, and she's like, what is the deal here? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, and I started talking about it. I'm like, it's really weird because I just am thinking like, I don't know what he's going to think about this. You know, like I'm almost, almost not like scared of him. Cause the guy is like so non-confrontational too. Like he's, he's so not, mellow. he's not going to like yell at me. He's so mellow. And when we do talk about like professional, like future stuff, like he's, we have great conversations. So I'm like, what is the deal here? Like, why am I like scared to bring this up? You know? And when I kind of got to Are the you bottom, that maybe they're not going to match. No, well, that could be it, but no, I don't think so. Cause it's more, it was like his professional goals. Oh. Like we had talked about like our personal goals, those match. I think where I started feeling was like, I don't want him to feel like, and this is all in my head. This is like made up and I'm telling the podcast to so listen in John. <laughs> Um, I don't want him to feel like, A, I'm pressuring him or, B, you know, I'm just overthink, I overthink the conversation. It's like, just have the conversation and see where it goes, you know? Yeah. And like, if it is something I'm not expecting, then we talk about it then. But it's like the overthinking part, like the over, you know, just well, overthinking like. overthinking and assumptions. You start making assumptions. assumptions and you literally get in a conversation and a fight with yourself totally. around like all oh, this stuff and you're like wait I don't even know what's happening or what's real because yeah. I just had a full on blowout with myself <laughs> totally well and I'm doing this like work you know the doing the business coach work by myself and it's such like a self you know growth thing and it's not like we're going together so I don't ever want him to feel like I'm imposing on him you know and that's like gets into my head too which is like so yeah you know it's so like goofy to think about but there's all these things in your communication styles that like are you know like you know, you're talking about like there's times that you're like I shouldn't you know I shouldn't be bold and saying this to him or maybe I should you know like what you know different times but it's like you, I don't know. I think the your overthinking part. Maturing. Totally. As I hear you talk, I'm like, wow, like your relationship is maturing and, and all of ours are like, when you get to the point where you're, you know, a different point in your career, you are building a family or you've been together for X amount of years, yeah. you, you start to hit different things that it just evolves in a different way. It's mm-hmm. not just about like, what are we doing this weekend and what do you totally. want to eat for dinner? It's like, okay, where's our life going? Are we going to plan for retirement? Like, 
how are we doing on that? Or, hey, this month's finances, we need to save for X, Y, and Z. Or how did you feel about X? You know, you've got all these different bigger picture things. Yeah. It's not just dating and being a relationship anymore managing each other so I think totally that, I mean um, that's actually such a great point because uh, you've obviously know I've been with him since I was like five no, <laughs> no <laughs> for like 10 years but it's true time, but like, you you so had true. like you guys had this young relationship mm-hmm. in the sense of a, a good length of your time was college to marriage yeah Totally, you know? totally. And then baby. And it has like other things have naturally progressed in the relationship. But I think the the other thing is we're both so non-confrontational. So yeah. what I've like talked with my business coach about, and I've said this to him too, is like we're both people that like love our lives. It's great. You know, we can be, we can end up being complacent because we are like happy and easy to please that like mm-hmm. I could see And my biggest fear is to like not grow, you know, and not evolve. But I definitely like know that that's something that we both we can get complacent easily you know Mm -hmm. because we are so non-confrontational like I think it's almost good when people have like fights because it brings out emotions it brings out you know new things about each other you're learning you know like there's just so much stuff that can come out um that I would be terrified that and that's why I'm working through this that, that I'd be terrified to like one day look back and be like holy shit like what did we do like we just were complacent you know yeah you just kind of flowed through well I giggled because Nick has said, you know, it's fine because we have our confrontations and our, you know, our disagreements and trying to figure things out. And we're both very vocal people. Um, We're very productive in most of the time, but, you know, there's times we're not. But Nick was like, I would so rather have a blowout with you than look back 10 years and have no idea like what's going Mm on and like not literally just be blindsided. And I was like, that's true. I mean, Sometimes we probably erupt a little more than we should, but we're getting it out and it's out there and we know what's bothering each mm-hmm. other and we look at how to fix it. So yeah. it's not always the most productive way, um, but, you know, but, but it, it, it is for you for guys. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's we're just, like we your communication out. styles. Yeah. Match yeah. up. Yeah. And it just was more effort for us. Like now we meet monthly and like those are the times that I'm like, okay, we're talking about our future. Like, you know, we don't own our own home yet. Like, there's things that we need to do together. Kind of, like, working more, like, as a team on it, which is so, it's so different. Because, like, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's, like, the maturing side of it. It's, like, we haven't had to do this before. Things have just, like, naturally happened. And now it's, like, we're at a spot where, like, we need to make some big decisions together, you know. And that, and it requires talking. (laughs) We're going (laughs) through that, too. I mean, I think it's just the natural progression of as you start to do these things in life bigger responsibilities come on and not to say someone who doesn't have kids and has been married for 50 you know 15 years isn't going through the same stuff I think as you hit these different milestones in your age career you know lifestyle or just timing in life you hit these bigger pieces of relationships Mm -hmm. that you have to you can't just be like cool whatever we'll talk about it next week and then not talk about it because they're not things you can just push under a rug and no, if you do it's big problems flies. like yeah. shit you're like oh my god we've already like at our place we've been here for two years already I'm like oh my god like how did that happen yeah <laughs> you know and then it's like okay well we're not ready to buy so let's sign the lease for another year like things fly by if you're not like take intentionally talking about it and mm-hmm. spending the time together to really communicate about what you need for your family I think um a, 100%. B, I want to A hundo. A hundo. I'd love a hundo. Who wants to give me one? Better have this conversation um, with John before. 
<laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> like before the podcast airs. Ah, uh-huh. no. timeline. I know. Um, Pressure. <laughs> but I, I think too, it, there's a big part of, of understanding, you know, what your partner needs and what makes them feel loved and appreciated. Like, you know, love languages. I'm yes. <laughs> I definitely agree about that. I love that book. Um, and you know, it's actually funny. Nick and I took that test to digress. I do want to talk about partner needs though. Cause I think men and women are so different in that regard. So I want to go make sure we go back to that. But, um, real quick on the love languages, Nick and I actually, it was funny. His sister prompted this because, she texts like, hey, do you know your love languages? And Nick's like, no, I don't actually. And I was like, oh, I took that but a long time ago. I'm like, let's take it. So turns out she was asking us because for our Christmas gifts, she wanted to get us something that was our love language. Oh, my god! But it prompted us to do it and talk about our love languages together and our marriage a little bit, which was funny. Turns out Nick and I are literally basically the exact same. So three, four, and five are the exact same. And one and two were just alternated like his. Um, and I need to remember this because I was – basically like still in full mom mom year last year and didn't even know what uh anything (laughs) was yeah but basically like um it was words of affirmation and quality time were like flip-flops so nick's might have been quality time was first and the words of affirmation were second and mine were like words of affirmation first and quality time second and then we were both like Three was like, you know, gifts. Four was acts of kindness or what. I don't know what it was. But three, four, and five were all the same. And one and two were just a little flip-flop, which was so funny. Basically, we speak the same language, which yeah. was really That's helpful. good because then it's like the way that you want love is the way you're also communicating it, right? Yeah, okay. because one and two can be pretty close. Yeah, so yeah. while maybe I lean a little bit more towards words of affirmation, I also like really appreciate quality time. So what so. is it I've always – I haven't actually – Actually, I need to do this test. I think I did a long time ago, but not like where I'm at with my, I don't think we were even married. Um, so how does it work? So if I was like, my love language is words of affirmation, uh-huh. say, um, it means that that's the way I show love or that's, that's the way I need love. It. Okay. That's what I thought. So okay. yeah. So like say your words of affirmation and John is um, acts of kindness. Okay, yeah. So you feel loved when he tells you things like thank you yes, so much okay. for that or so I'm definitely I'm, acts of kindness BTW okay <laughs> love it that's what I think I am which I totally believe you are because that is so how you show love okay I was gonna and say don't you tend to show you it? tend to show okay. your love in the way that you want to be loved so that's where certain people can have conflict because yeah. say you and John were polar opposites and you know you want to hear all these things but he wants to do all these things or, for yeah. you I feel like he's probably wants. <laughs> It's not so funny. Physical touch. I don't know. This is my assumption. I'm going to take the test and I'll report back you to, to you guys. Yeah. But I was just thinking because I feel like I do stuff like make his lunch or like little things. And that's how I'm showing my love. But I feel like he would probably want me either to like be more affectionate, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going to sleep with him. <laughs> well, I'm sure that too. And I just peed my pants. Um, Life of a so pregnant funny. woman. Um, but no, yeah. And that's true though, because the, this is like the whole thing that's so interesting about it is that you could be sitting there like, oh, gosh, like he's so just like whatever. And you're sitting like, I'm making his lunch. I'm cleaning yeah. it. You know, I'm you making his bed. Doing doing I'm doing all these things. And why is he so grumpy all the time? And then he's over here like, geez, like I just want her to like hug me, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. and you're maybe, you know, physical touch is five on your list. So you guys are so, you don't know what each other is missing or needing. Yep. Um, and so if you understand that, you can remember like while him packing your lunch for you every day might make you feel like the most loved wife in the world, for him, 
it's hugging and kissing him goodbye every yeah. day that actually means the most totally. to him. And you start doing acts of love in their language and they start feeling more loved so it's love really this. cool i'm Lad, totally Lad, gonna Lad. do this as yeah, a test with him with it's an online test like it's yeah so i know that we've done it at some point but i i don't think we like obviously took it seriously uh, i mean we probably like took it seriously but it's so different now like where we're at to redo that test but i think i mean okay we're gonna go back to what you were saying because you <laughs> we, no, we digress it. like the needs was what i was gonna touch on which oh, is yeah. um you know so knowing what makes them feel loved and appreciated, but also knowing their needs, I think is really important. So like, while I need Nick to do X, Y, and Z to balance my life out, like handle bedtime. Mm-hmm. So I have 30 minutes or, you know, do as, do as best he can to be off by five, but he has all the morning. He needs his morning routine. Like that is, he wakes up at five, he's got a routine. That's his jam. And that's what keeps him sane in his job because he can have yeah. two hours in the morning to answer all of his emails and get, you know, really organized. Before God, I the, wish I did that. Like, it's that honestly sounds really so smart. Like before the day starts, he's basically like ready to crank because he's gotten rid of any backup or yeah. strategy, you know, because he gets, I mean, he's in sales. He gets bombarded all the time with just one off things. And that's a lot yeah. of his day too. And he has a ton of calls. And so um, he's either like prepping or catching up he's in prep- that, he's, those two hours. Yeah. Cause his office days are a lot of like, you know, calls and he's doing a lot of different stuff. It's, it's amazing. But then he's also got in field days where he's just dedicated. To yeah. His team. So he's not at the computer to be able to do a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So we know what our needs are. Like maybe he needs every other Saturday to do his own thing or whatever it is, but like really understanding. And I'm like, I'm very lucky because Nick's just like, I'm good. Like Nick yeah. would be happy. I feel like most, well, maybe just, uh, I, well, I can feel speak like, for us. I, I feel know. like most guys say they're good. Even if they're not, they True. just take it on. And I'm, I'm and not to say that Nick doesn't do that too, but I feel like Nick's very easy. You got to keep yeah. him fed. He loves watching movies. And Give him a beer and he's good yeah, to go. Yeah, totally. That's, but, you know, like John, that's why they get along. I know they get along so well. I love it. Um, but they do, you know, men, men can be complicated. Some men are like, no, I need every other Sunday to myself or whatever their nuances are. And you just need to understand, you know, what I started to realize, okay, I clearly have a lot of needs right now. Like for whatever reason, if the trash isn't taken out on Thursday to be out on Friday, because we have the tiniest trash cans, we had to pull them under our sink and it's a freaking nightmare. I need a big trash can again in my life, but with little toddler, it just wasn't working out. Um, I, I like need the trash cans to be emptied. I wake up in the morning and if it's full, I'm like fuming and I don't know what it is. Like, it's actually really silly talking about it out loud. I should just not give a shit and just empty the trash cans. But I'm like, empty the trash cans. Like I just get, but it's like little things that just make my morning go seamless, you know, because if I'm trying to shove stuff in the trash can, Vaughn wants to always put his stuff in the trash and it's full. So it's falling out. The packet spills. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So (laughs) this is her Virgo talking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm such a Virgo. (laughs) I'm like sitting here. I'm like, shoot. I take out the trash every Thursday. Well, I do take out the trash, but that's a problem. We both take, we both take out the trash two times a day and we're both annoyed about the trash because we have trash cans that are the size for like a caterpillar. Like it's so small. Anyways, um, that, so answer to my life is I need a new trash can. Speaking of so, her them. love language is taking out the trash. <laughs> no, I don't even know. It's all of it. I want all of them right now. Um, but you know, like he has little nuances too. Like he likes the house being picked up, or yeah. you know, I really can tell, and it's kind of cute. But he really loves when I cook, oh, yeah. and um, and that just you know, it's something that makes him feel 
nourished and loved and i think he just likes home-cooked meals you know and and so and he grew up with that so just knowing what their needs are i think is really important because you can be like okay cool i can do these three these two probably not gonna happen Mm -hmm. and you guys get on the same page yeah totally instead of making the assumptions or you know not just avoiding the topic it's definitely something that like will help to bring your relationship to the next level and like like we said like then you go through transitions and you're gonna hit rocky moments and you at least have the foundation to be able to like get through it you know and like the coping tools so which I really like about the event we're gonna have like when we met with Sahar I was like oh my god tell me everything because she just was talking about like just her relationship with her husband but like it's I think that to like invest in something like that, like going to a therapist together, like it helps you to talk about these things and uncover those blind spots. Cause I don't think like you always know what to bring up or vice versa. He doesn't always know what to bring up or, you know, like there's some pretty productive conversations I think you can have. So I'm so excited that like, we're going to be able to get the tools from Sahar and the workshop for people to have more productive conversations. Um, because it's a concern, I think, for a lot of like women in our shoes right now. There's so much going on, and you don't want to lose sight of what's important in your relationship. Otherwise, like, well, this is hard yeah. communicating what you need. Like, I personally have a hard time communicating what I need because I feel needy, and I've always been a very independent person. But I, with parenthood, have learned even if I didn't have any responsibilities besides my children, which a not saying stay at home moms, that is a huge responsibility. But if I didn't have that on top of anything, I still would have a ton of needs. Like it just shifts because you have different, different areas that you feel strained, you know? So, um, I think no matter if you're a stay at home mom, a working mom, an entrepreneur, a part-time, you know, single parent, not part-time, you're still full-time, but like you're sharing, you know, parenting <laughs> yeah. that came out totally wrong. Co-parenting. Um, co-parenting. Yeah. You know, like you do have some off days and some on days, um, you know, or you're a single parent staying at home solo. Um, every, all your, everyone's needs are different, but regardless of your scenario, you have needs. And, um, I think just being able to really communicate them effectively, which is why I'm so excited about this workshop and is being really open important. to hear, like, I know we've talked about a lot, but like knowing, getting to know what they need, but I think being open about it cause, or, and mm-hmm. also like serious about it. Cause I feel like some of this stuff, like we can rattle off that I know John would like me to do. I don't do it still, you know, yeah. and why am I not doing it? Like, well, is why it something are we expecting I... them to exactly. do? Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, honey, I love you. I know it's so true. Um, oh my gosh, I hope Nick does not turn into this one because he's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm right." Like, I know. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, okay. standard. <laughs> I'm like, we have our meeting on Saturday. What am I gonna be telling him? <laughs> oh like, put, no. I think this is God. There's so many people going through stuff. That's you know. Very similar. Very similar. Everybody has their stories, their relationship, you know, ups and downs. And, and we're human. I think why I liked calling this one an arranged, the arranged marriage podcast is because it's all an arrangement. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you're committed, all that jazz. But, like, your your marriage functions when it's arranged correctly. And the arrangements you make between your husband or, you know, your spouse and how you're going to balance it all so that it can work is fundamentally like what has to happen in order to make it successful so that's why we talked about arranged marriage today comes full circle kids every time it's our goal in life they're probably like oh here they go they're gonna say full circle 
because that's how I know. We and sometimes everything. <laughs> we do. And everything comes full circle. Well, because sometimes I feel like people are like, okay, hey, where are they going with this? But we do have if a point. If you hang on long enough, you'll know. You'll know. Just wait to the end. It will make sense. We promise. Um, no, this was good. I feel like this was actually therapeutic for me. Um, I hope this was like insightful for you guys and you got a little bit of the secrets of our lives. Yeah. And if you want to spice it up, Friday we have um, a relationship coach couple that is sharing their six, ti- six tricks to keeping the passion alive. Um, and it's actually a really interesting read. So we're excited to share it. The Clarks um, is their name. And we also shared on Monday a blog about it's okay to be quote unquote time blocked, which um, is true. It's okay to be a little planned in this world um, to help you be present. So check those out on our blog at soulspace.co. You can always get us on Instagrammy at soulspace.co and we love you forever. And, <laughs> and you can see us in person at our event coming yes. up. July 10th is the event. So tickets will be on sale June 10th. Um, I want to say they will go fast because it's just going to be such an amazing group of um, partners that we've put together and such a good community of women. It is in the Orange County area, um, Newport Beach. So would love to have you guys and meet you in person. Yes. And early bird tickets are only on sale for the first week. So after the 17th, it will go up to $25. So snag them at 20 while you can. Woohoo! All right, Always people. looking for a good deal. Yeah. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Thank you for joining A Space for Soul. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll We'll love love you forever. For more information on today's topics, the notes from this episode can be found on our website, soulspace.co forward slash podcast. That's soulspace, S-O-L-S-P-A-C-E dot co forward slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at soulspace.co. Catch us next week at the same place, same time. And as always, feel free to tell a friend. Toodles. Toodles.